What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellas Podcast. Lucas hanging out with you here on this fine, fine Saturday. A bit cold here in the state of Minnesota. We're finally hitting the point. We've had beautiful weather up to this point, right? Uh, it's November 13th today. We've had beautiful weather up to this point. Now, all of a sudden, we're finally starting to hit the 30s and the 40s, and those 30s and 40s feel a lot more uh, like 20s in uh, the teens. So it's it's getting cold outside. It's getting cold outside. But we're here to bring you some fire on this Start Sit Saturday episode. I want to thank Cameron and Tyler for taking over for me last week. Uh, it was It was what... In my job, we call conference week. So we had a conference over the weekend, uh, and I was emceeing the conference. So I had to, I uh, had different scripts prepared. I had to be in contact with a lot of the guest speakers we had coming in or the volunteers we had. It was a full week for me of, of planning for an event we were having on Saturday. So, of course, I was consumed all day Saturday, and I didn't have time to to record an episode. So Cameron and Tyler stepped in. They did awesome. So thanks to them for taking over. But I'm back now. I'm back. And we're going to come at you with a little bit more of, of a quick hitter starts it episode today. And part of me, part of this is because, not because I, I don't like recording. I love recording. I love filming podcasts. I love being able to talk fantasy football. I love being able to give other people advice for fantasy football. Uh, whether it goes incredibly right or insanely wrong, uh, I love it. I love being able to talk fantasy football. But I'm realizing we post our starts and sits in a lot of different places. So we have the podcast, right? Uh, and obviously, uh, for those of you, maybe you just listened to our podcast and you aren't and you aren't following us on any other social medias or you aren't on many social, social media platforms, excuse me. Uh, well, then this is for you, right? We obviously want this episode for you. However, we also uh, post our starts and sits every single week on our Discord channel. Uh, you can find us at Fantasy Football Fellas on there. Uh, let me get you the number. Fantasy Football Fellas, hashtag 6728. If you want to find us on Discord, we post our starts starts and sits there every single week. Otherwise, if you go to the link in our bio of any of our social media, you can get to our Discord that way as well. We also post them on TikTok every single week. Fantasy Football Fellas on there. Uh, we post four of our starts and sits on there. Every, four of our starts and sits every single week. So you don't quite get everything, but... Uh, you get some more reasoning and analysis on there as well, along with a free space to ask questions as well. And you get that on our Discord as well. So big push there for our Discord uh, to get all of the in-depth analysis on all of our picks. Fantasy football, fellas. Uh, hashtag 6728 if you want to find us on there. Well, let's get into it. We got we got quite a few starts and sets to get through today. We got some player props as well. I'm, I'm going to try and do something a little bit different with player props. I know I did this in the last episode where I just kind of scrolled through and picked out some, some of my favorite ones and didn't necessarily prepare any, uh, kind of take a first look at some of these and kind of get some initial reactions on them. And hopefully you can head on over to our, our friends over at Thrive Fantasy then and, and sign up, deposit $10 to, to get started and placing uh, some house prop um, picks and parlays through them. So let's start with our starts of the week at quarterback. Oh, Matthew Stafford. And now th- this isn't like spicy take, right? Like, 
I don't think I need to sit here and try and sell you that you should absolutely start Matthew Stafford this week. But I'm also going to sit here and try and sell you on the fact that you should absolutely start Matthew Stafford this week. He's only being started on eight, uh, on 70% of rosters. So he's rostered in like 90-something, you know, like 98% of leagues. But only 70% of managers are starting him, which kind of baffled me. I don't think you should be deterred by his week nine performance. Uh, the Titans just jumped on him early. Uh, the Titans totally took advantage of, of the Rams up front. They were bringing pressure constantly. So uh, that I don't think you should be deterred by the Rams' week nine performance or Matthew Stafford's week nine performance. San Francisco is allowing the third most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. I think it's totally safe. You can expect a big game from Stafford again this week. Uh, again, it's not a spicy take. I realize he's currently the number two overall quarterback right now. But the fact that the, if you're, I think you could start him over Patrick Mahomes this week. I think you maybe over Kyler Murray, even there are a lot of guys. I think you could potentially start Matthew Stafford over this week. Jalen hurts is another good one. Uh, Justin, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying Justin Herbert, maybe Justin Herbert against uh, the Vikings this week. I love Matthew Stafford this week. I think Matthew Stafford is one of the safest plays you can have at the quarterback position this week. Go ahead and fire him up. Other quarterbacks you can start. And these are more of your streaming options, right? Uh, if you're looking for a guy, Matt Ryan's a great option this week. Love Derek Carr against the Chiefs this week. This just feels like a game where Derek Carr is going to come in and just like, I own the Chiefs, right? Where it's like last year, it was like, oh my gosh, so the Raiders like are, are the Raiders are the Chiefs kryptonite. So I could totally see this scene as be a Derek Carr game where he comes in, just flips the birds and, you know, says, screw y'all. Uh, Kansas City's my city. Uh, pulling Aaron Rodgers, right? I own you. Uh, I think it'd be a big game for Derek Carr this week against a weak Kansas City defense. So love Derek Carr this week as well. We can move on to quarterback sits now, and let's talk about Ben Roethlisberger. Look, look, he he plays the Lions this week. The Lions are bad. But Ben Roethlisberger might be worse. (laughs) He might arguably be worse. He has not been good this year. Uh, NFL-wise and fantasy-wise, he has not been good. Uh, So what seems like a good matchup where you could maybe stream Ben Roethlisberger, uh, I'd argue they're just going to hand the ball off to Najee Harris and just let him do his thing the entire game Uh, because that's where teams have been attacking the Lions is on the ground and not the secondary, which blows my mind. I don't understand why they don't attack the secondary. It's just like, no, we're just going to run the ball until they decide they don't want to play anymore, which when you're coached by Dan Campbell, they're not going to stop playing. So baffles me why teams continue to attack the lines on the ground, but I think Najee Harris is the play this week. Ben Roethlisberger can safely be uh, on waivers. I'm not even going to say on your bench, on waivers. Other honorable mentions for sits at quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, New Orleans has its weaknesses, um, but A.J. Brown against Marshawn Lattimore, I think that slows down Ryan Tannehill. I, and look, Ryan Tannehill had his great two great games of 20-plus fantasy points, and now he's kind of come back down to earth, right? I think he's still just a a 15 to 18-point-per-week kind of guy, not a guy who's really worth being in your lineups, which is really unfortunate after all the hype we we're giving him this offseason. Other honorable mention, Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you know Jimmy is quarterback one over the past two weeks? The number one overall quarterback in fantasy, small sample size, two weeks, but he is the number one quarterback in fantasy the past two weeks. He gets the Rams this week now, though, so don't go chasing any upside. Jimmy Garoppolo safely 
I mean, if you want to roster him to chase upside, I, I guess I can't blame you in like a two QB league or a, super flex, or a super flex league, excuse me. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo can safely safely be on your bench and or on waivers as well. Let's talk about some starts at running back now. Uh, we talked about one Ram as our start of the week. How about Daryl Henderson as our other start of the week? We are doubling down on the Rams. San Francisco is allowing over 25 fantasy points per game to running backs this year. That's a lot. <laughs> and considering Henderson is pretty much the guy, right? Sonny Michelle's getting a bit of run, but like nothing compared to Henderson. I think Daryl Henderson has a great week this week. Uh, we've seen him and Stafford both produce together. It's Stafford's number two quarterback in fantasy, and Daryl Henderson has still been a top 12, top 15 guy the entire year. They can produce together. So I think Daryl Henderson should absolutely be locked into your lineups this week if he isn't already. Other honorable mentions at starts for running back. How about Melvin Gordon? Like the least sexy name I could provide you. Melvin Gordon, right? Split backfield with Javante Williams. Uh, look, and people, it feels like every week we keep saying, it's Javante Williams week to get more runs. Javante Williams turn, Javante Williams turn. And I so want it to be. As a Javante Williams manager, I want it to be. But the Broncos are still in the divisional race. They're they're literally half a game out. I believe I believe they're five and four. They're half a game out. Why why change things if they're still in the running for the division? Why would they go away from the split backfield if it's keeping them in the division? So I think Melvin Gordon this week against Philly. They're allowing the fourth most fantasy points for game to running backs the past four weeks, uh, and I believe they're. Third, the third or fifth most on the season. I can't remember which. It's either one above or one below that fourth spot over the past four weeks. But love Melvin Gordon this week. Uh, he's running back 15 on the season. And I don't think people are recognizing that or giving him credit for that. So fire up Melvin Gordon this week. I think he's a great start. Jerry McNichols is an interesting one as well. That Saints front seven is just brutal. So I expect them to really stuff AP. Uh, I think McNichols gets a little bit more work in the passing game. Uh, expecting Tannehill to have to push the ball um, more with his arm versus just handing it off to a running back. So Jerry McNichols is an interesting flex play this week. Let's talk about some sits at the running back position. Unfortunately, this, this is a name that I really wish I didn't have to put on here, but Michael Carter, right? It, I love Michael Carter. I've been on him since the draft. I, I hopped off the train a little bit towards the start of the season, right? Where they were like, no, actually, Michael Carter's like our third string guy. And I was like, you're crazy. And I was right to say that because now look at how good Michael Carter is, right? Uh, love, love, love Michael Carter in this offense. But they're playing the Bills. And you, you, can't, you can't start anybody against the bills on this jets team you can't you just can't they're not good enough the jets aren't good enough to compete with the bills i don't know i don't know maybe we said that about the jags last week but the bills just they have to get their act together here they have to right this is a get right game for the bills after just putting up a total stinker against the jags last week so michael carter i think he's a league winner we'll talk more about league winners in, in, in the next week or so here but I don't think you can expect him to perform well this week. I think he can safely be on your bench. Honorable mentions. Again, I'm praying for the best for this guy, but I, you have to bench Antonio Gibson against Tampa this week. He's losing receiving work to J.D. McKessick. He's still not fully recovered from the stress factor in his shin. 
Tampa Bay is only allowing 55 yards uh, or 55 yards of rushing per game to running backs this year. And if Antonio Brown isn't getting any Antonio Brown, Antonio Gibson isn't getting any receiving work. He's not going to get it done on the ground. I think he can safely be on your bench this week. This is an interesting one. I don't know if I really agree with it, but Cameron, not to throw you under the bus, Cameron, I'm just acknowledging which fellow is, well, maybe I should do that for all of these. Now that I think about it, maybe I should acknowledge which ones uh, we say are saying to start sit. Cause I don't know if I agree with this, but because Cameron's a fellow and because I respect him and I think there is maybe a little bit of truth to his argument. I wonder if James Connor falls back down to earth. I don't know if you can necessarily say you can sit him, but right. 40 fantasy points. There's going to be a far, there's going to be a long fall from grace there. There's going to be a long fall from grace. Does Connor put up 15? I maybe, I think he could I think he easily could. But Kyler's probably back this week. It wouldn't surprise me if they want to not give James Conner all this work because, let's be real, injury history of James Conner is when he gets the bulk of the work, he gets injured. So I wonder if they want to try and preserve him a little bit more. I don't know if you should go out of your way to bench James Conner. I like James Conner as a top 12 play this week, personally. But because I am here voicing the opinions of all of us fellas, I also need to make sure I voice the opposite uh, side of the of the coin as well, which. Cameron is taking, which is fine. I, I can respect it. I can, I can, uh, I can see some truth in that. So uh, Michael Carter, Antonio Gibson, James Conner, if you really want to consider benching some of those guys this week. Starts with wide receiver. Start of the week. I, I love this name. Hunter Renfro. Start of the week. I don't think he's going to be the high scoring wide receiver of the week, but I think there's a case to be made that Hunter Renfro is the next Robert Woods. He's not flashy, not a big name, but his floor, his floor is 12 fantasy points every single week. Maybe 10. I'll say 10. His floor is 10 fantasy points every single week. This is like quintessential Robert Woods of like, he's not going to go out and get you a 40 ball, but he's going to, you know, on a good week, he'll get you 20. And his floor is 10, which is better than most guys at the position, honestly. So I, I love Hunter Renfro this week against the Kansas City secondary, which is certainly nothing to write home about. I think, I look, I think like Derek Carr, right? I love Derek Carr this week. He's got to throw to somebody. It'll be Darren Waller, but also Hunter Renfro. Seriously, five receptions for 61 yards, 11, 11 fantasy points. You're not upset with that. Uh, and I'd argue uh, he, he may even go for more than that as well. Uh, I think you can expect a solid game from Hunter Renfro this week. He should probably be in your lineup. Honorable mention here, Robert Woods. We initially had Julio Jones, but Julio Jones has been ruled out now. Robert Woods, look, if we like Stafford, I think we can hold on to Bobby Trees for one more week. Not hold on. You can have faith in Bobby Trees for one more week. Uh, right, because Odell Beckham did just go to the Rams, right? And I think that does put a damper, damper on all their values. Uh, I haven't listened. Tyler talked about this yesterday. I haven't listened to yesterday's podcast yet. But uh, in my mind, Cooper Cup goes from like a top three to like a somewhere between five and ten kind of a guy, right, at the wide receiver position. He's still a wide receiver one. You still start him every single week. I think Robert Woods goes from a, a you know fifteen to to twenty guy to like a. A tw- uh, somewhere between wide receiver 20, wide receiver 30. Odell Beckham goes from like a wide receiver 25 to wide receiver 35 range, right? I think that's where they all kind of fall in place. 
I think Robert Woods is still startable. I don't expect Odell Beckham to really suit up for this week. Uh, maybe he does, but uh, you got one more. You got one more week of Robert Woods before Odell Beckham. I think really starts to to put a uh, oh to put a dent in Robert Woods. That's the word I was trying to find to put a dent in his work. So uh, Hunter Renfro, Robert Woods starts of the week at wide receiver. In terms of sits at wide receiver, Corey Davis. It's his first game back from hip injury. And he draws Tredavious White. Great. Perfect. Prime matchup, right? Uh, you cannot start any Jets players this week. You just can't. You just can't. It's It sucks. I love Corey Davis. I liked him coming into this year. I thought he was a sneaky find in the late rounds. But yeah, when you know Tredavious White is top three corner in the NFL. Can't start Corey Davis this week. Other sits at, at uh, wide receiver, not quarterback, goodness. Other sits at wide receiver, Cortland Sutton. He's going to get the Darius Slay shadow here. Uh, Darius Slay's on the outside like over 85% of the time defending wide receivers, and Cortland Sutton runs about 90% of his routes from the outside, right? So I am uh, expecting another really poor performance from Cortland Sutton this week against Darius Slay. Devonta Smith is the other one I think you have to sit. Look, he, he plays Denver. Jalen Hurts just isn't going to get anything done against this stout Denver defense. Devonta Smith is hit or miss, right? That's been the story of his season. Hit or miss. Great matchup, doesn't perform. Last week against the Chargers, both of their starting corners were out right against a depleted secondary. Great game. Ah, he gets a tough Denver defense. I, I, I safe, safe sit for me this week. I don't think you can start him. So Corey Davis, Cortland Sutton, Devonta Smith are sits at wide receiver this week. And tight starts of the week at tight end. Oh baby, love me some Pat Fryermuth, baby. Uh, I know I said the Steelers would lean heavily on Najee, but with no Chase Claypool, somebody other than Deontay Johnson has to catch passes from Big Ben. And let's be real. Pat Fryermuth is the biggest beneficiary of Juju Smith-Schuster's absence. He's getting all the middle of the field work, which is what Juju was getting, right? Juju is all over the middle. He wasn't the the bust bust on the outside. He's over the middle. And where is Pat Fryermuth going? Over the middle, right? Love, love, love me some Pat Fryermuth, especially with no chase Claypool this week against the Detroit Lions. Honorable mentions here. Zach Ertz, I think he's an interesting matchup. I think uh, Arizona attacks more of the middle of the field against Carolina this week. And Dan Arnold, I love Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold is like, I I remember this specifically because uh, at the start of the season, I uh, we, were, we were going through tight ends. Uh, was it for Carolina? I think we were doing the Carolina divisional breakdown. And uh, he <laughs> he came up, right? Uh, we were talking about players and I go, I, I, I mentioned something. It was like, what about Dan Arnold? <laughs> I didn't expect to get traded to the Jags, right? Fully aware he's not on the Panthers anymore, but I remember bringing him up and I'm like, can we just, can we just talk about Dan Arnold? Like, could he have a potential breakout tight end season? <laughs> Cameron Tyler, like next, we're not doing this. We're not, we're not playing this tight end game with you, Lucas. And Dan, I mean, Dan Arnold has put up double digits in three out of his last four games. Uh, Colts, they got the Colts this week, right? Colts are allowing the, the fifth most fancy points for getting to tight ends this year. I think he's got a great matchup. I think Dan Arnold could be a sneaky tight end play this week, a sneaky top 12 play at the tight end position this week. 
Sits of the week at the tight end position, Dallas Goddard. Again, this is the same logic as Devonta Smith. Jalen Hurts, I'm not expecting to get much done through the air. Denver has allowed the third fewest fancy points per game to tight ends. I think we can move on. That Denver defense is just so, so good, even if Patrick Sertain is going to miss some time. Dalton Schultz is the other sit uh, at tight end. Part of it is Michael Gallup might be back this week, so I think you have to dampen expectations there. But also, I did, Dallas, not Dallas, yeah, Dallas, goodness. Uh, I'm trying to mix Atlanta secondary and Dallas's offense. And yes, I think Dallas won't have to attack the middle of the field against Atlanta. I think they'll be able to do just fine with CD and Amari on the outside with how poor their secondary is. So Dalton Schultz, I just dampen expectations on him this week. Last hit, Jerry Cook against Minnesota. Minnesota has been really good against tight ends this year. Sixth fewest fantasy points allowed to tight ends this year. Uh, Jared Cook has his pattern this year of like a double-digit week and then like a really poor single-digit week, double-digit, poor single-digit, right? Um, I'm not saying you should believe in those trends, but <laughs> but feels like that week for Jared Cook, uh, a single-digit week after just putting up double digits last week. So Dallas Goddard, Dalton Schultz, Jared Cook sits of the week at tight end. That wraps up our starts and sits of the week. Again, you can head on over to our discord to see all of our starts and sits of the week with a little bit more analysis involved there. Fantasy football fellas, uh, hashtag six, seven, two, eight. If you want to find us on discord, otherwise you can find us on all of our social medias, uh, FFLs on Twitter, the FF fellows on Instagram, fantasy football fellows on Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. TikTok, man. That's where we do most of our uh, starts and sit posting outside of discord. So, Let's move on to player props for this week. Uh, we're, we love our friends over at Thrive Fantasy. They are phenomenal. Uh, Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app that allows you to create your lineup based on player props. Uh, each over or under is given a specific point amount based on the likelihood of it happening. So, uh, there's a base of 200 points. If it is an even 50-50, it could go over, could go under. It's 100 points each. The less likely something is to happen, the more points it's rewarded, right? You're taking a bigger risk to earn more points. You can create your lineup based on those over-under picks uh, to rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. They also have uh, house props as well, uh, which you can create your own two, three, or four-player parlays uh, to take home on two player parlays, either 3.2 times the amount for both picks correctly, uh, 6.2 amounts or 6.2. Oh goodness. It is 3.6 times the amount, 6.2 times the amount for three player parlays and 11 times, uh, the payout for four player parlays. So let's talk about some house props this week. Uh, love our friends at Thrive Fantasy. Go over there, sign up using the code fellas, F E L L A. S deposit $10, get two free tickets into Thrive's $40,000 contest this week on Sunday. Love that. Love that. Free. If you can get things for free by depositing $10 and you get 100% instant match on your first deposit, so that $10 turns into $20 just like that. Love that. Love that. Head on over to Thrive Fantasy. You can find that with the link uh, in any of our bios on social media, or you can head on over to the App Store, Google Play, uh, and download Thrive Fantasy. Sign up using code FELLAS, F-E-L-L-A-S, deposit $10 to get two free tickets in the Thrive's $40,000 contest on Sunday. 
uh, and uh, get 100% instant match, instant match on your first deposit up to $100. House props. Let's look at them. I'm just going to scroll through here. I got my phone out in front of me here. I'll scroll through and uh, see see what kind of lines we got for this week. Uh, don't love anything on Dallas, really. Maybe Amari at 16 and a half. That could be an interesting one. That could be an interesting one. Uh, Cordero Patterson's at 88 and a half total yards, rushing and receiving yards. Love that against Dallas. Uh, I think you can safely take the over on, on Cordero Patterson, 88 and a half total yards. Like that line. Uh, all the Jets lines, I'm just avoiding all their lines. Antonio Gibson, I talked about him already. His 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 lines at 46 and a half rushing yards. I lean towards the under on that. I lean towards the under. That's tough. That's tough though. Michael Pittman Jr. at 64 and a half receiving yards. I like that line against Jacksonville. He'll get the Minka Fitzpatrick shadow. I don't love it as much. I'm just spitballing here as I'm scrolling through here. Marvin Jones, 45 and a half receiving yards. Take the over on that against uh, Indy. They are prone to letting a big plays on the outside. Uh, Marvin Jones at over 45 and a half seems like a really good deal. Najee Harris. Oh, man. How about this? This this is one of those lines that catches your eye because the number is so large, but then you look at the matchup. Najee Harris is at over or not over. Najee Harris's line is at 124 and a half total yards, rushing and receiving yards. Do you know how tempting that is to take the over? Like this Detroit defense is not good. We've seen elite running backs just run all over them. I, I like the over on that. 124 and a half total yards for Najee against Detroit this week. I like that number. I like that. Over on 124 and a half for Najee. I think that's an interesting one. Eckler could be in for a big week, 101 and a half total yards. I don't know if I like 100 total yards. I like 50, 50, I guess 50 and 60 would put him at 110. Maybe I do like the over on Austin Eckler this week. 110, 101 and a half is his line there. That's an interesting one. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 49 and a half rushing yards. I really, I like that line. Uh, I think he can hit that hit that over easy. I mean, if he hits 60 rushing yards, you pay out, right? It's not a sexy day, but 40, 49 and a half, I like the over on that against uh, a struggling Philadelphia run defense. Uh, avoiding all the Eagles lines, don't even want to look at those. Aaron Jones is another one. Man, I'm realizing I like a lot of running back props this week. Aaron Jones, 91 and a half total yards against Seattle. Against Seattle. I realize AJ Dillon's a thing, but against Seattle, <laughs> against Seattle, they their run defense is arguably worse in the league. Added some receiving work for Aaron Jones. Look here, here's what I'm saying. I'm just going to throw out some numbers. Aaron Jones gets 65 rushing yards and 30 receiving yards. He hits the over on that. He hits the 60. Five rushing yards, 30 receiving yards. That feels extremely doable. I'll take the over on Aaron Jones there at 91 and a half. Josh Jacobs at 56 and a half rush yards. I like that against Kansas City. That's an interesting one. Man, all of these, all these running back props this week. I'm just not finding much I like for wide receivers. Uh, last one. Oh, ooh, here's what we can talk about. Here's a wide receiver. Debo Samuel. 73 and a half receiving yards. And you want to know what I'm going to tell you? Take the under 
on that. We're starting to see IU come back. George Kittle's back. He looked great last week. I'm not saying this is the downfall of Debo, but against the Rams this week, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to trust 73 and a half. When Debo's lines have been at like 16 and a half, that's a smash over, right? Smash it. But now that Ayuk is back and Kittle looks back too, I, I wonder if 73 and a half is too high for, for Debo this week against the Rams. Again, take those as you will. Head on over to Thrive Fantasy. You can see their whole list of NFL house props uh, on their app. Head on over to the app store, download Thrive Fantasy, sign up using the code FELLAS, F-E-L-L-A-S, deposit $10. Get two free tickets into their $40,000 contest on Sunday. Get 100% instant match on your first deposit up to $100. You could turn 50 into 100, man. That 100% instant match on your first deposit is awesome. Oh, it's so great. I love it. I love it. So that wraps out our Start Sit Saturday plus Player Props episode for this week. Thanks for hanging out with me on this fine Saturday. Enjoy. All the slate of NFL games this weekend. Hopefully we get some more normal games this week and not some just disgusting fantasy wonky games this week. Really hoping we get some solid NFL games this week. Thanks again for hanging out on the Starts at Saturday episode. This is Lucas. Uh, just a stooge being a dude. Holding down the fort for all of us. Three stooges being dude. So we will see you all. Uh, I will see you all next weekend. Cameron and Tyler will see you on Wednesday of next week. With that, deuces. Deuces.